welcome to RenovatingRichesRadio.com with your hosts, Dennis Rodriguez and Ricardo Rosales. The show where we talk about turning rags into riches. We are not responsible if this is not work for you. Read the fine print only. Do not believe a word we say. Results may vary depending on how much self-education and due diligence you do. This is only for the action takers and serves as entertainment. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Renovating Riches. We got another show for you today. How are you doing, Ricardo? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing fine, and you know, I can see your face kind of like shrinking. That is correct. I have been slimming down. Ricardo is in the program, and um, let's see if we, this time I'm I'm actually starting today. I guess I'm I'm fasting right now, which is not that cool the first few days, but uh, the, first, uh, the first two or three days it's. Uh, you have to embrace change. Yes, okay. that's what we're going to talk about today. I think we're going to talk about embracing okay. change today because a lot of people uh, resist uh, changing things in their lives. Mm -hmm. And um, on my case, what, what happened was I've done dieting, I've done shake replacement programs, I've done exercise and combining the diet and the shakes, a lot of things, but for some reason I don't seem to be able to get ahead on losing weight. Mm -hmm. I might lose a few pounds here and there, but not something that I can sustain mm -hmm. and, um, and you know, to where I feel better. Um, I started reading about intermittent fasting, which is, you can, you can, it's basically fasting. It's been done for thousands of years. The Bible yeah. talks about it. B back then people woke up and there wasn't breakfast. You got to go and hunt to get something to eat. Right? Well, and that's something that, that's something that, uh, we need to understand as human beings, our body was, uh, or, or a human being was built to survive. It wasn't built to have an abundance of food like we do today, right? And watch TV. And watch TV and sit on the couch and be pretty much, you know, a vegetable, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, now, um, for the most part, if, you're, if you have a job, you're commuting two to four hours a day depending on which city you live. Some people is maybe 40 minutes or so, mm -hmm. going back and forth. Um, so we're not, we're a lot less active today than we were many years ago. Correct, yes. And so we tend to get overweight and, and that fat is gonna store in our bodies and that's why you see an, uh, you know, an, an obesity up epidemic today. And yeah, we, we, we're part of it. I mean, we're, on, we don't, we're, not, we're, the, we're uh, not hiding anything, no. but, uh, we're about to end this year, and uh, we have uh, committed yeah. to change. And we, cho we chose the worst time of the year, right? Because it's Christmas and New Year's and all this. No, but if you can... Festivities it, and the food and the drinking and alcohols and all that stuff, it makes you, it harder. If you can build the courage to do it during these festivities, then the rest of the year is easy peasy. That's right. right. That is correct. Or, or that's the idea. But uh, yeah, so change is definitely something that, I mean, it, it's, it's nature. Um, you don't want to be stagnant and uh, steady in one thing. So there's a lot of things going on, on in our personal lives and our business lives. We are starting to look for uh, new offices. Uh, yes. So that's change again. And you just have to embrace it, um, enjoy the hunt for a new place, uh, uh, the, the, whatever is coming that's going to be new and I mean you have to be able to let go of the past to welcome the future right so um, on my case I 
I didn't understand why, and going back to the dieting thing, you know, or, or, my, or my eating habits, I didn't understand why I wasn't losing weight when I was exercising. I was at least three or four times a week. I was uh, eating, I'm eating healthy uh, because my wife cooks very healthy. Yeah, sometimes we go out for drinks and mm -hmm. maybe a couple of uh, few carbohydrate foods, you know, going to the restaurants and pizzas and things like that. But it wasn't something to where I was going to be so heavy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand what was going on. So I started reading a lot about um, actually going on YouTube and, and looking at videos on the I, I wanted to find out the root cause of my problem, mm -hmm. not just the problem itself, which is being overweight. And I found out that uh, we have different nervous systems. Um, you know, somebody can have an acidic system or a alkaline system, um, and somebody calls it a uh, excited or passive. So the excited is very acidic, and the alkaline is very passive. But I started doing a lot of digging into it and, and realized what kind of system I had. And that's when I noticed that I was doing a lot of things wrong. Mm -hmm. From the meats I eat and the, and, and the food and, and, and everything and the whole nine yards. Even though I was eating clean and healthy and a lot less food, I wasn't still putting on my body what I needed to put in order for my body to get rid of the, the fat. Mm -hmm. and, and also, I started learning about intermittent fasting, which is... Um, you basically don't consume any calories for a length of hours. You know, on my case, I started with 16 hours, mm -hmm. and then I gotta get all my calories within a window of eight hours. So that was the first change I made. I, I went and said, okay, I gotta get my head around on, because I, that's one of my problems is I eat a lot, you know, during any time, like not a lot, but I'm constantly going to the kitchen and like snacking and snacking on things, right? Um, so I had to change that. That's that, that is the first change I had to embrace. Was all right. Now I need to change my habit of eating all the time to not eating for 16 hours, and then packing my calories during the first eight mm -hmm. or or whenever my window. On my case, I'm doing it from uh, my first meal is at 12 p.m. My last meal is at 8 p.m. Okay. And then from 8 p.m. till 12 p.m. again, I don't eat anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't eat breakfast. My breakfast is literally at 12, and then my lunch is around 3 uh, or 4, and then my dinner is around uh, uh, 8. And, and going back to my military days, I realized now that I was fasting back then. I just didn't know about it because uh, when, when I was there, they set up our schedule to where we were fasting for about 14 hours and then we were consuming all our calories in, in the other in the rest of the time in the other 10 hours so that's why i was eating big <laughs> but i wasn't gaining any weight yeah and then was the exercise of course well we didn't exercise that much to be honest with oh because you. you were navy and we were, we were no no <laughs> it's not about being <laughs> navy or not it's about boat. being on a boat right yeah. so um then I realized that I was fasting. I just was not aware of the fasting or how I was doing it. It was programmed to you. Also, yes. Also, before that, when I was younger, a lot younger, I'm talking about 15, 16 uh, years old, I would eat around 6 p.m. That was the last meal I had during the day mm -hmm. uh, because that's when my grandma cooked meal mm -hmm. uh, and, and my mother. 
and uh, I didn't eat again until around 10 o'clock in the morning because that's when I had breakfast at school. So I was fasting again at a younger age. And then, of course, when I was that age, I was exercising a lot mm -hmm. because I used to play basketball and I used to walk back and forth to school. So I remember I was so skinny, I didn't want to lift my shirt up because I, you could see my my ribs. That's how skinny Your I was. Cage. But I ate a lot. I, like I ate like big plates. Yeah, when you're younger, also your metabolism. Your metabolism is so fast, right? So, so thinking about what I'm doing today, I said, okay, I need to embrace change. But hold on a second, I've done this in the past. It's just I wasn't aware of it. So I'm just making my head, getting my head around the idea of I've done this before. It's just that I wasn't aware. Now I'm aware. And just by making that little change in, in about a week and a half, I already lost 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. uh, and now I'm getting ready to embrace another change, which is going into a ketogenic diet, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so same thing happens in business. Yeah, that's where I want to go next, because um, business, we, we do the same thing. You have to be constantly looking at your finances and, and making changes here and there, hiring people or, you know, depending on the situation, firing people yes. or getting new talent. And that's what makes the business grow. If you if you if you're in a business and you have have the same three employees for 20 years, and there's something wrong that you or your people are doing where the business is not growing. Right. The, the whole idea is to grow a business, make it uh, profitable, uh, make more you know employment, and help the uh, society around the the area where the business is. And it should grow. It should stay. So stay. let me ask you a question. What is the purpose of a business? The main purpose of a business? I, I don't know. Help the economy? No. Grow the. No. It is to make money. Yeah. The main purpose of a business is to make money. And I used to ask this question a lot to my employees when I was in, uh, in, uh, in the oil and gas business. Mm -hmm. uh, they, I would hire somebody, and, and because they were great, a great fit for the position. And that was the very first question I asked is why are we in business? And they will tell me all these things. To provide a great service to our customer, to you know, to better the economy, and to do this and to do that, and I was, I was like, that's all great, but that is not the main purpose of a business. The main purpose of a business is to make money. Otherwise, call it a charity or something else. So, for everyone watching out there, I'm glad Dennis brought this point up because <laughs> a lot of people don't think of as businesses as to make money. They just think as businesses as to something else because they're, we're not wired correctly mm -hmm. when it comes to making money. That's why there's more poor people than rich people. Mm -hmm. It is that simple. So uh, going back to the what Dennis was saying, embracing the change, which is either firing or hiring, um, moving, like what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're actually, after the show, we're going to go look at a new office space and, and um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some experiments I would say yes uh, we we're gonna downsize some size in the space but we're also gonna start doing a lot more work from home and we're gonna just schedule meetings throughout the week that way we can all get on the same page so that's that's an, uh, the first change we need to embrace because for now right now we just come here we meet yeah, and, and, and everything has a purpose, right? Yes. You're not changing because you want to change. We're not, we're not downsizing the square footage because, I mean, it has a purpose. We we have bigger goals in mind, and if we want to reach those goals, we need to start practicing some things, you know, like remote working and all that. 
So it is. It is going to be as we grow in other markets. Exactly. I mean, we can't have a five thousand uh, square foot office every city that we decide to move to. Right. So we. Uh, this is an experiment. It's part of that change. Uh, we, we need to find out if how is it going to work before we go out full scale and you know try to get other markets. So. Yeah, it's a process, but um, I mean, we're not scared of it. We're just, you know, em we embrace it. We're looking forward to it and um, see how it goes. I, will, I mean, you'll be part of it. You all, you know, you're going to see a new office. You're going to see a new space. Um, and we're just going to see how it does. Yes, so it's going to do well. I know that. So, uh, you know, whatever happens is always for the good. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it is a good thing or a bad thing that happens to you. So you got to always remember that, you know. Uh, Good things happen to bad people, and bad things happen to good people. Correct. So it's 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 one of those things to where anything that happens to either you or or your or your family or people around you, it is for a reason. It means either to teach you a lesson or to make you grow as a person or to make you grow as a, as a business. So the next step that we're gonna take on on not only we're taking personal steps as you can see. Dennis is actually buying a new house, a new flip tomorrow. It's, I think it's tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, the past weeks have been all about change. You know, my yes. my wife's family moved to Houston, so so they changed. They, they changed the complete change. They changed the complete environment. They went yes. from Puerto Rico to Houston now, and uh, and unfortunately, it's because of what happened with with the hurricanes yeah. and, and all of that stuff. And the island doesn't have any power. That's so talking about embracing change. That is a place that is going through dramatic changes right now. Yes. From spiritual, because, because people would, uh, some people will say, well, why is this thing happening to us? Why Puerto Rico? Why wasn't, you know, I don't know, another island, uh, the Dominican Republic? Uh, why Puerto Rico? You know, so some of those, a lot of those people are going to grow personally, you know, and spiritually because they're going to find the reason why. And it's because they... They had, they had to go through those changes that the universe pushed through their way. Yeah. Uh, for one, for one, for the good or the bad. Um, so, you know, Houston is going through a lot of changes because of all this flooding that we had. And, and, and so is the way people buy properties and, and move. And we are going through our own change, which is, do we really want to commit to a three-year lease? Or do we go buy a piece of land which we did already we're in the process of doing something with that land uh, to build our studio and our office and all of that so we're going through our own changes so every, life is about changes and that's why we wanted to talk about this today yeah it's like they say the only constant in life it's change yes which is <laughs> and know. you better get used to it because uh, sometimes the universe and, 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 and life will throw changes at you that you were not expecting like when I got laid off back in 2015, I wasn't really expecting to get laid off. Um, my wife was definitely not expecting for me to be laid off, especially when she was seven months pregnant. Um, but that was the change that I had to embrace and I took it and here we are doing a podcast today. Uh, otherwise, I would be in the oil field right now. You know, I was happy where I was. Uh, I would say maybe comfortable. but. I was happy because I like what I did. Is so uh, you needed some change in your I life. Needed a, I needed to change it in my life. Sometimes you need to check the tree and. Uh, yeah, they, they shook me pretty good. They actually <laughs> they pushed the tree over. <laughs> they knocked it down. Yeah, they knocked it down. So, 
you know, in the real estate, when, when, I, when we focus about real estate here, it's because that's what Dennis and I do for the most part. What do you see on changes, Dennis, going from buying patterns, you know, millennials, uh, buying or, or renting, um, you know, because what we were taught growing up is go to school, get good grades, go get a good job so you can live a good life and maybe one day get buy married, a house. Buy a house, the American dream. Right, and leave, not the American dream necessarily because in other countries it's the same dream, they just call it a different yeah. <laughs> different name. But it, it because the, the baby boomers, um, that's what they bought onto. Mm -hmm. But from your experience, what is your opinion on everything that is hoping, ha happening around the world when it comes to changes in the real estate business, you know? Well, right now, I mean, there's a lot of things happening, right? We, we are, we're seeing the millennials coming into the market, not necessarily to buy houses, but they're more geared towards renting. Then on top of that, you got the people that, you know, here in Houston, our local market that flooded, um, some of them don't want to own a house ever, ever, ever again because mm -hmm. they, they find out, you know, fortunately, you know, by the flooding that all the money they put into their house, all the equity they thought they had in their house it's was gone. wiped out in a few hours. In three, you know? three days. Um, and we have tenants, uh, I, can, I can think of one specifically then, when they rented, they told me, we're going to stay here at least three years. And I, I was like, you know, I opened my eyes like, okay, that's good for us. Um, and uh, But I asked them, so you never own a home? And they were like, oh, yeah, we own a home a long time ago. Um, we went through, a, I don't know if it was a fire or something, but they had a very bad experience with the insurance and all that. They Their equity was wiped out, and they quickly realized that owning a home is not... As Which brings me to a point, by the way, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you there for a second. If you are flooded or you have a fire or, or something that has to do with insurance, you need to hire a public adjuster that is going to make sure that you get the most out of your insurance policies. Because the insurance companies will give you the least amount of money that they, want, that, that they can give you. Uh, if you're not on top of your game, mm -hmm. and um, and I did that with uh, the house that that uh, caught a fire uh, last year, and uh, I remember my agent at the time got very mad because he thought that uh, you know the uh, the insurance the public adjusters were bad people and all that, and he told he called them all kinds of names, and I'm not gonna mention them here on the show. Um, but I, I said, look, I'm going to stand my ground and he's going to go to battle for me. You're just the selling, you're just the marketing guy. An insurance agent is just a marketing guy. Their job is to sell policies. Yeah. Their job is not really to go fight a claim for you. They might do some digging for you because they, they want to keep you as you're, you're a client. Um, but that's how he lost me. And um, no, I, I no longer work with that guy. Um, but um, if you go through what Dennis is saying, make sure you get a public adjuster. We got a show. Yeah, if you want to learn more about what a public adjuster does, um, we yeah, got a show. And this is specific to the U.S. We got listeners all over the world now. Uh, and literally. Literally, <laughs> yes. And, and just so you know, in the U.S., I don't know in, in other markets how they do it, but in the U.S., uh, specifically in Houston, you call Dale Terry, Crossroads uh, Recovery Insurance. 
Uh, he'll do a great job for you. So and we got a show. I mean, you can you can go through. Uh, go to podcast our our podcast channel or your or, or your YouTube, YouTube channel, and and you'll see it there. You know, Dale Terry, uh, public adjuster, and just watch that show. It's pretty pretty amazing, and and the you know the the wealth of knowledge that he shared right. that day was amazing. was amazing. We need to bring him back. Yes, uh, but he's been a busy, a very busy oh, I, man. I can only imagine yeah. with all this flooding. It's he's only this. He's working down in Rockport area, and where the destruction was even worse, yeah, worse. Uh, because it was mechanical destruction. But but going again, you know, the real estate market is definitely changing. Um, it's a very progressive change that we're seeing. I know that millennials are going to be renting more than buying. So that's it's gonna be all interesting, you know. Apartments are probably gonna be the thing here in in the next I don't know 10, 20 years. So again, talking about change, you need to uh, make sure you're on top of your game, um, so you can prosper. However, the market changes, you you are um, accepting those changes and and yeah, and moving along with uh you know how the market is moving. So Ricardo, I don't know if we got anything else uh, to cover today. Yes, we do. What you got? Change. <laughs> Embrace change. So, give you an example. Um, you're selling a house, and the house doesn't sell. What do you do now? Lower the price or change your marketing strategy. Embracing um, change. Exactly. Um, you can sell it, then you go rent it. If you can rent it, then maybe try Airbnb now, because now we got Airbnb. Airbnb is great, by the way. We just had a great experience in Austin when mm -hmm. we went to the to 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 the Formula One race, and instead of going back to hotels, I like hotels because you know the beds are fairly new and um, comfortable. But and they we, make your bed. They make your bed every day. <laughs> so this time I had to make my own bed, but yeah, there was nothing wrong with it. I already do that on a daily basis. So. Uh, I like the fact that we had a big house and we could cook, we did barbecue, um, so I'm embracing change going from hotels to houses. We're going to go to Vegas in February probably, and we'll probably do a show there, mm -hmm. and um, to uh, to see Mr. Uncle G, they call him, mm -hmm. Grand Cardone, for those of you that, that follow us, we you know he's big into real estate and multi-family multi investing, and we want to go learn from, from, from those guys. So we're investing in going to Vegas and, and, and watching the whole the whole thing and and um, we're gonna go Airbnb again I think instead of staying in the hotels and maybe get a big house and mm -hmm. we're gonna bring some some of our investors with us um, that way they we're all in line and and they're excited uh, at least the one that, that I talked to about because for him that's new uh, mm -hmm. he's never been to seminars or those kind of things. So he's embracing change, um, you know. So I guess the the, the 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 message is be a be ready to to adapt to new situations. Uh, life is gonna throw curveball uh, curveballs at you and and swings, and you're gonna have to dug down and let it go and watch and, and react and basically embrace change. Mm -hmm. And and um, you will be fine if you're flexible and you can adapt quickly. Uh, human beings are are one of the you know most adaptive resilient yeah resilient living things on earth we can adapt to cold to heat 
to you know to water uh, you know whether we we are in flooded areas or or we live out on the uh, out to sea you know uh, we can adapt to any situation and and, and and a lot of the things or a lot of the problems we've seen with people is that they don't they don't adapt because of their upbringings the way they they were educated by their parents or in school system if you think about it we've we've been literally brainwashed since we're very small like two years old yeah when you're a child because since then you're getting indoctrinated into a habit of going to school from Monday to Friday from seven or eight o'clock in the morning until three to five o'clock in the afternoon every day until you actually get done in university mm -hmm. for what so you can work so you can be a work machine and work for a corporation believe it or not that is what they're doing corporations and the way the 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 school system is set up is to pump out employees it's not to pump out entrepreneurs is not to pump out CEOs is not to pump out um, a, a business owner and I, I feel guilty of it because I went to school and I did all the things that I was supposed to do and well, sometimes I, you don't have a chance I mean it's not like uh, no they made child. me they made yeah, me I mean, like that's you don't have a choice thing, right? it's like, <laughs> that's like being born with a certain religion right do you get to pick that religion no <laughs> they tell you you are Catholic or you are Muslim or you are Christian or whatever and that's what you you know grew up uh, thinking about um, but yes you don't have a choice but you do have a choice to change it's like yeah later in life you, you can change well it, to be honest with you I didn't want to be part of that since I was a child because I was a D student I flunked everything that you can think of and it wasn't because I was so dumb it was because I didn't want to go to school I didn't want to study I wanted to work I wanted to do some other things other than sit in a classroom I got bored very fast um, I remember on my last year of high school, I flunked five of the classes I was taking. And 20 years later, uh, you know, I, I find myself hiring some of the people that were top of the, you know, mm -hmm. on top of the class. Why, why was that? Because they fit the perfect model for the employee that the society is making, but I didn't. I didn't fit the model, and but there was no. There was no curriculum for me other than go to school and get good grades. Yeah. And if you don't pass, you're going to get punished and penalized. <laughs> Which your dad apparently uh, tried to do many times. And Well, you know, and, and that's one of the funny things is my dad is very, me and my dad are very much alike. But he wanted me to go to school because he thought I was going to have an easier life than the one he did. Mm -hmm. My dad is an entrepreneur. And... And uh, he said, well, son, just go to school and make sure you, you know, you go get good grades so you can go to a good university and I'll pay for all of that. And, and he did. He, I mean, he, he put all the resources available to me. But I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do what he did, which is work and make things happen. But he didn't allow me. And that's why I had to go away from working with him um, at an early age because he was against what I wanted to do. Yeah. See, he wanted me to do something, but I wanted to do something else. I would tell him, I want to be like you. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a whatever. You know, I didn't. I, I, didn't, for anyone else. I didn't care for the four-year degree. Um, then I had to get it in the Navy, but <laughs> it was different. 
I was pushed into it, uh, or I forced myself into it. But, um, you know, anyways, embracing change for someone that's been educated to go to school from Monday to Friday, from 8 o'clock in the morning till 5 o'clock in the afternoon, which is the same thing as the 40-hour job, you know, work week. Embracing changes for a person that's been conditioned for that long is not that easy. No, it's but it's not that hard either. Because once you start realizing that it is actually better to own your own time than to be on someone else's time, you will do anything it takes to make that, that jump. Mm -hmm. And you are a perfect example. You you were you went to school and you got good grades. Then you went to university and graduated as a civil engineer. Right. Then you went and got actually very good jobs. You were making pretty good money when you decided to quit your job and, and, and come do this craziness that we do, right? Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> so, but you did it because you were embracing change. I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm definitely not scared of it. Right, right, right. And, and, and of course, you had a past experience in Puerto Rico when you were, you own your own job. It was my, <laughs> it was my second time embracing change or that big of a change and 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 I, I definitely I mean I don't regret any minute of it um it's not for everyone I can tell you that yes some but, people um, are gonna be employees regardless yes that's just their personality so but um but yeah again talking about change that's big change you know go from being a salaried employee with a steady paycheck coming in every Good other salary. week to because it wasn't a bad salary and it wasn't so, you didn't hate your job no, 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 you like your job, you, know, you still talk about it, and I didn't hate my job either, and I had a pretty good salary, but I had to embrace the change. Yeah, it's just the freedom that what we do provide us. But you know? Now you could not get me back into that. No way. I don't care how much money you throw. And you know what's funny? It, it, well, not funny, but it, this is the thing that once you start, once you own your time, and you're doing something you really love doing. You don't see it as a as a job, and, and it's not. It, it, this this past week, like I said, you know, my my wife's family moved uh, from Puerto Rico over here to Houston, and they have been asking, okay, so what do you need to be at the office? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and they're kind of like asking me, oh, you have to work tomorrow, and I'm like. Sometimes I feel like saying no, I don't have to work tomorrow because what I do, I don't I don't see it as a job. I don't see it as work. Uh, yeah, I need to go and, and see a house. I need to go and put a house under contract. I need to go out and create, you know, the marketing list for next week's campaign. But I cannot visualize that as a job. I cannot see like I need to go to work. It's more like I need to go not, and do some things to make different. money. Yeah, but yeah. it's not necessarily a job. It's not necessarily. Uh, I don't see it as a work. Uh, so you know, I've been debating with that. You know, this past few days when they asked me. Oh, then it's just to go to work tomorrow. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, like I said, you know, we're really, when you're an entrepreneur, you work 24-7. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to get on a Saturday, on a Sunday, you're going to get things that you're going to have to go do that are part of your job or your business or your company, but they don't seem like work. No. They, you just go do it and you're happy. And, and it's, it's a lot different when, when you're... You know, a Monday through Friday kind of guy. Exactly. That's where I was going to go. And they call you and said, "Hey, you got to go to the office on Saturday." You go, "I gotta go." What? There's no way I'm going to the office on Saturday. Those, that's my day off. At some point, 
Friday start feeling the same as a Monday or a Sunday or sometimes, a Thursday? And sometimes we caught ourselves talking about what day is today, day of the week. Yeah. Because we probably worked on Saturday or a Sunday, maybe not on a Monday, or where we do on Mondays because we meet, but sometimes, you know, like you said last week, hey man, on Friday I'm going to be disappearing because I got family in town and I got to take care of them. Cool. You know? <laughs> so when you get to on your life, and your time, is it easy? No, it's not easy. Change. Uh, you know, just embrace the change. You gotta change. Uh, sometimes you're gonna have more month at the end of your money, uh, which it, you it's know, part of that. But it's part of that. Coaster, it's part of that roller coaster. But if you start being consistent and things start happening to you on a consistent basis, then you're not gonna have that problem. So, with that being said, we gotta go see an office, guys. Uh, new new office for uh, direct mail out. And, um, and maybe same as cash and we want to thank you for being out there and watching us and listening to us and please don't forget to subscribe now we got our podcast we are all over yeah you can find us on iTunes Google what is it what else we got Neil Neil books what is it the Google thing Stitcher uh, anything that plays a podcast we're there yeah, just and Google us and you'll find Go it. to YouTube and subscribe. If you want to see our uh, Dennis's pretty face and watch the videos. If you just want to listen to us on your car while you're driving to work. On Automobile University, like Mr. Zig Ziglar used to say. <laughs> <laughs> then just uh, download the uh, podcast on your phone or on either Google or, I mean, I should say Android or uh, iPhone and just Wix listen to us. Website. RenovatingRichesRadio.com RenovatingRichesRadio.com And in Spanish is RenovandoRiquezas.com Correct. So subscribe, share it with your friends. If you think this is valuable, just like us. Write a review on iTunes. That helps a lot if you start writing reviews. And uh, give us some ideas of uh, what you want us to talk about. Uh, or and if you want to be on the show, let us know. We'll, happy, we'll be happy to interview you if you got something to, to share with. You know that that basically an experience from going to to bad to to positive. You know, and and we'll be more than happy to have you here. So, anyways, thank you so much for you, for being out there, uh, listening to us, and and giving us uh, your support. You have a blessed day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Welcome to RenovatingRichesRadio.com with your hosts Dennis Rodriguez and Ricardo Rosales. The show where we talk about turning rags into riches.